All right, our first episode. Ooh, glad to be here. Are you ready to uh, jump into the podcasting world? You know, I am. I'm a little nervous because you are podcasting pro. You've been doing this for what almost a year now. This is my very, very first episode, but let's do it. We're ready to take over the airwaves, right? <laughs> Something like that. All right, let's do it. Hello, I'm Chuck. And I'm Ellen. And this is Imperfect Family, where we try to pursue biblical, theological, and creative ways to uphold the supremacy of God in marriage and parenting. This podcast is mostly unscripted, and it's just the two of us trying to work through and talk through issues that Christian families might face. Today's episode is Definitions and Descriptions. Okay, well, uh, this is our first episode of Imperfect Family. I'm Chuck. And I'm Ellen. We've been married for eight and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been a good ride. And we don't claim to be any kind of experts on marriage. Uh, our oldest kid is five years old. No, well, he'll be six next week. That's, that's a good point. He's about to be six. Um, we're not experts on parents or marriage. However, uh, one of the reasons we wanted to start this podcast is because we just feel like, I don't know, there's room in the Christian sphere to kind of have married couples talk about these things and talk through these things together. Yeah. And I think that we, though we are not experts, we're very blessed to be in a community of folks who maybe have more experience than we do or different circumstances and just have brought so many good conversations um, into our lives and just more things that we can think through and we've been able to talk through with our friends. So though we are not experts, we're surrounded by a lot of wise people who, who just speak a lot of truth into our marriage, into our parenting experience. Yeah, and so we're here to vomit all of that back. That sounds disgusting. But recorded. Ew, not any better. <laughs> okay. Recorded vomit. Here we go. Here we go. Off to a great start. Here we go. <laughs> uh, our first episode, since, okay, so since we're doing a podcast on marriage and parenting and family, we, we should probably spend time in just this first kind of foundational episode, kind of talking about when we say those words. What do we mean? And so for some of us, it's probably going to be very basic, very, you know, stuff we already know. But, uh, I mean, the truth is, is we kind of live in a society where definitions change all the time. And so um, as people coming from a Christian worldview, we want to make sure that people can come back to episode one and say, okay, when they talk about this, what are they meaning? Yeah, I don't even think that it's you're right. Definitions do change, but I think we also live in a culture where people just preach this idea of claim your own truth. Um, and so kind of whatever people want to be true, they'll cling to that. So we just want to be really clear about what it is that we believe is true, what we're talking about when we're talking about marriage and uh, parenting, what is a husband, what is a wife, just to clear that so there's no confusion about what we mean when we're using those words as we move forward. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, and the, the honest Part of it is is we cling to a truth too, only we get that truth from God's word. So um, before we kind of you know start breaking out definitions, there's a quote that I kind of ran across uh, recently, um, kind of talking about when we pull definitions out of Scripture, um, how do we do that? So John Frame has this quote. He says, "A few biblical passages come to mind by defining something, such as First John three four uh, kind of defines sin." First uh, John 4.10 kind of defines God loves, but he says, are these definitions or only contextually significant descriptions? So, Ellen, what is he saying and do you agree with it? 
Um, so for me, the two words that I'm, I'm seeing here are the definitions and the descriptions. So these two verses for sure are showing a definition of like sin is this or God's love is this. And so it's very black and white of this is what we mean when we're talking about these things. However, that may not be the entire idea of what those items are that we're talking about. Um, so we would have to look, you know, elsewhere in scripture to, to kind of broaden the understanding that we have of what is sin. Like that's not the only verse that discusses sin, even though it does plainly say this is what sin is. Yeah. Yeah, good. I mean, I think that's what I would say too. Um, he goes on to say, he says, of course, the precise distinction between definition and description is not always clear. And we would, I think both of us agree with him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Agree I mean, with that. I, I'm even thinking like in first John. John says, God is light, and he also says, God is love, um, you know, and both of those are true, but Definitely. we have to put them together to get a definition of God. Okay, so we're going to kind of have to do that with all of our terms that we're going to define, probably as pool from different parts of scripture um, to get our definition, yeah? Yeah, and, you know, we'll do our best to do that, but certainly there are going to be verses that aren't going to be mentioned, but would still be relevant to this, so we're going to do our best to apply as many scriptures as we can, but we can't be here all day to do that. So we're going to do just kind of some highlights to hit the best we can on these definitions. All right. I love it. So uh, first word, marriage. How, what are some things that, from scripture that you would, um, how would you define marriage? Um, I think in marriage, it's very easy for us to just quickly look at Genesis 2. Um, we see in Genesis 2, where they're talking about a man and a woman coming together. So when we're talking about marriage, that's the first thing that pops in my mind. Um, culturally, that is a very different uh, definition. But man and woman, um, it's definitely instituted in God's word very, very clearly. So again, looking at Genesis 2, we see that God's instituting marriage there, but that's not the only place that we see it. We do see it in Malachi 2 in verse 14, where it says, The Lord was witness between you and your wife of your youth, to whom you have been faithless, Though she's your companion and your wife by covenant. Um, so those are the first two things I would say. One man, one woman, instituted by God. But we also see that it's a covenant um, between that man and that woman. Again, instituted by God. It's not just something that we're making up, not just something legal, but it's something before God that we're, we're getting married. Okay, so uh, so far we've got marriage is between one man and one woman. Um, we've seen at least twice in scripture, that it's instituted in God's word. So that's important to say because we don't believe that marriage is instituted by culture or it's just some, you know, tradition that's been passed down from generation to generation. Like the Christian worldview would say, no, marriage isn't passed down from generation to generation simply out of tradition, it's something that is instituted in God's word by God himself. And then that last thing you said is, is actually kind of huge. Like recently we kind of did, you know, like a mini marriage class. And that was one of the things we said. We said, you know, marriage is a covenant. And a, a few folks said like, oh, okay, uh, we've heard that thrown around before. Like, where do you actually get that from? And it's actually from right here in Malachi. Um, you know, it's, it says, the Lord was witness between you and the wife of your youth. She is your companion and your wife by covenant. Um, and this is a big deal. Uh, we do believe that marriage is lifelong. Um, 
you know, it's not, it's not something that should be broken. You know, obviously there are parts of scripture that talk about divorce and maybe we'll talk about that in future episodes, but the primary definition of marriage we would say is a lifelong covenant. Yeah. Awesome. Um, is there anything else that you would add to what I already said about what is marriage? Okay. So lifelong covenant, one man, one woman instituted by God in his word. I think maybe one last thing I would put in there is marriage isn't purposeless. There is a purpose in marriage. So God just didn't institute it because, um, I can think of at least, at least two reasons off the top of my head that the purpose of a marriage, one is to fulfill the creation mandate, right? So in Genesis, it talks about, you know, one man, one woman, um, to fill and subdue the earth. So obviously part of it is to have babies, right? <laughs> to, yeah. to so fill much the gold earth. there in Genesis. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and I know that's not the case for every marriage. Uh, sin has messed up a lot of things. But one of the primary purposes is to fill and subdue the earth. And then I think a second one, a second purpose of marriage, is that it reflects God's love for us in Christ. So we know um, from the New Testament, we, the famous passage, right? Um, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. So I added on the part of the definition that talks about purpose. Is this necessary or would you say I'm adding too much here? No, I don't think you're adding too much. I think that when we're looking at marriage, you know, certainly these two things are evident. They're very clear in scripture that these are at least two purposes where you might have other marriages where they've been living together for a while or have just been dating for a long, long time. And they're like, oh, what do we do next? You know, let's just get married kind of because mom and dad want us to do that. Where what we're saying is that the purpose is not just looking for the next step, but to live out the reflection of Christ and his relationship to his church. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So you would say, yes, marriage has a distinct purpose from scripture. Okay. Right? Yeah, for sure. You know, certainly these are not the only two, but I think that they're two very prominent and important ones that are very clear in scripture. All right. So if we were to say this all in one sentence, um, it would look probably like, Marriage is the lifelong covenantal union of one man and one woman that is instituted by God in his word to carry out his purposes in creation and to reflect his love for us in Christ. That's actually kind of a mouthful. I think that you technically made it not a run-on sentence, but you are really telling. But there is a lot of information that you had to fit in there, and it's all incredibly important, but that's a super long sentence. Okay, but from here, though, like, we need that foundational definition because to talk about a husband, to talk about a wife, to talk about a family, those all build off the the definition of a marriage. Yeah, and I think that that's ultimately why we're doing this topic as our first episode is just what is the foundation that we need? Uh, So what is marriage? That's the first building block. And then we can move forward with what are those other elements, husband, wife, and family. Okay. So that was really long. Let's see if we can move through these other ones a little quicker. So let's move to husband. What? Let me try to define this one. So you should be a master since you are a husband. That's true. And I'm the master husband. (laughs) (laughs) Give yourself a little pat on the back there. Mm, Can you reach? You are a good husband, but let's see how good your definition is. Okay. 
I feel I feel like it's really simple. Um, a husband is a man. So the man part of good, our definition. Good start to okay. definition. Uh, who fulfills certain specific duties operating within the marriage covenant. Which we already covered. Right. And I think it's okay to be vague on like the duties because we could go on for an hour and a half, right? I mean, there's entire books written on what does it mean to be, you know, best-selling books on what does it mean to be a Christian husband or whatever. So I think that main part, though, like it's the man who has certain duties operating within the marriage covenant. I feel like that suffices, yeah? Yeah. And I mean, for the wife, really, the only part of that that changes is that it's a woman who's fulfilling those duties within the marriage covenant. This is what you get when you tune into the imperfect family. You get these (laughs) precise (laughs) definitions. Okay. Well, you start with a run-on sentence, and then you got to cut it down from there so that you don't have a million of those. Okay, cool. Uh, All right. So then let's talk about a family then. So what, when we talk about um, imperfect family, what do we mean by a family? Well, I think that, not I think, I know marriage is going to be the center of that family. Otherwise, you just have two individuals. But until they're married, that would not be a family as what we're, we're talking about here. Um, and then from there, you know, fulfilling that mandate that we talked about earlier of uh, filling the earth, being fruitful and multiplying. So that could be having your own children. It could be adopting children, whatever that may look like, maybe different for different families. But um, starting with marriage and then from there, adding children in. So marriage, blood, adoption. Yeah, you went from major run-on sentence to super vague definition to now you're only using individual words. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I I guess I get lazier as the podcast goes. <laughs> <laughs> Great, and this is only episode one. We'll see where episode two takes right, us. Right, right. Okay, uh, okay, let's do... 10 second review. So I'll do marriage because I think I, I think I got it. Okay. Marriage is a covenantal union of one man and one woman instituted by God in his word um, for the purpose of filling the earth and reflecting God's love to us in Christ. Yeah. That was a lot of elements. And yeah. I, think I got, you got them all okay. again. So what's a husband? A husband is a man, which you so, so greatly defined for us, a man who is going to fulfill certain duties within that covenant that's defined under marriage. And then wife is going to be just a woman who's who's doing her duties in that covenant. And then family would be, starts with a marriage, and then uh, any children by blood or adoption. You got it. Nailed okay. it. Cool. And those are our definitions we did it okay so what's next all right so as i was preparing for today um, i was just kind of doing some research and i found this quote from a blog a non-christian blog that i just want to run by you and the whole topic of this blog is just what is the role of a wife so keep in mind this is not from a christian perspective um but the main thing that that they're saying that a wife is to do is to love her husband unconditionally and appreciate him and nurture him as if he is her own child. I have a tough time with any of these, you know, 
Instagram posts or tweets that kind of generalize marriage that way. Um, I assume you picked this because of the nurturing like her child part, right? Yeah, I okay. wanted your thoughts on this. Okay, so let's not go the unconditional love route, but rather the nurturing like a child. Um, I think I would disagree with that. In fact, like it might be even a reversal of the marriage rules that we see, especially in Ephesians 5. So we see, you know, the famous, um, you know, wives submit to your husbands, husbands love your wives. When I think about a mother nurturing a child, um, she's doing it in a way that, that the mom knows best, right? So it's like, it's like she's showing love to her child in a way where the mom, mom knows what's best for the son or daughter so to transfer that love to her husband where the motivation might be i know best what's best for you i'm going to care for you like that all the time i think there's a time and a place for that so man in our marriage there have been times where i look to you like specifically for care and like compassion and sympathy um and i just you know even as a man, like you need that hug sometimes, right? Like, but to have that love all the time, like this blog is saying, I think that would create problems really quickly. Uh, I mean, even think about, a, you know, a husband who comes and says, you know, honey, I feel like um, God's calling me into the ministry. I have a great job, but I'm feeling called into the ministry. And she responds like a mother would to her child, to her husband. I think that could cause problems. Yeah, definitely. I think that also, the role of a mother and child is the mother is providing for the child things that the child cannot provide for him or herself. So it almost like takes away from the husband the fact that he can, you know, provide for the family, that he is the leader of this family because she's almost coddling him rather than being just on his team, which I think is a totally different way you know you're saying that you desire compassion i think that that's appropriate between a husband and a wife that the wife would you know care for her husband if he's having a bad day or whatever it may be but that certainly is going to look different than the way that a mother might nurture her child does that make sense yeah and you know we're we're overthinking it, i'm sure compared to what this person was hoping to get out of it um and i think we're bringing our own speculations and What's I don't know. That's bad. That's not even a word. I don't think spec speculation certainly a word. Okay, uh, we're bringing our own speculations to to this phrase, um, but yeah, I don't I don't love this sentence overall. I think I think we have to be really careful with our language when we're talking about about marriage and stuff. Like that's why that's why we did this this first episode this way. Uh, I like this. Let's let's do this every week. Bring me a bring me a, a random phrase from off the internets. Oh, you're just going to let me loose on the internet for this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we'll just talk it through. Okay, I have something for you. So there's this kind of famous well, or infamous, depending on how you look at it, list of 70 questions that John Piper put together to ask before you get married. So there are... So many questions. Yes, yeah. And um, I think it's a lot of them are really great. And so not all of them apply because we're already married. But I think it'd be fun to just end our episodes by just 
asking one of these questions. So, uh, ready? All right, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> What'd you bring to me? What makes you angry? Ooh, okay. So I have like a not so serious answer and I have, I guess, maybe a more actual answer for you. Okay, let's do not so serious. Okay, so one thing that really makes me angry is when companies misspell things on purpose just to like be cute and catchy. So like <laughs> there's a preschool near us that has like, it, it's got the word crayons in the preschool, but they spell it with a K. Like, why would you misspell it on purpose? I don't understand that. It just makes you so angry. So my blood is boiling when All right. I see it. Every time I drive by, I'm just so angry. What's what's the little bit more serious probably that we should know about for our marriage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just had to throw that in there. They need to change the spelling on their sign. Um, Yeah, more serious. I think that I don't get super angry very easily, and I think this is something that's changed for me over time. So in this current season... I think what makes me most angry probably is when I feel like my family or my children are threatened in some way. So that that could look a lot of different ways. It could be someone talking poorly about my children. It could be actual like physical harm that's threatening them or it could be a variety of things. But I think that that more quickly than anything else just makes my blood boil and I just kind of turn into like mama bear mode of I want to protect those children from whatever it is that's coming at them mm. yeah what about you you got something that makes I, you angry yeah i i mean i feel like yours is way more like noble i think what makes me the most angry is something i'm kind of just thinking through right now is when i don't get my way when i don't get my way i get mad uh, and obviously we're not getting our way all the time and so um you know having to think through that and pray through it and deal with it before the Lord is something like even right now that I, w I would not define myself as an angry person. I, I mean, I don't think I have an anger problem. Would you? I don't think either of us really do, but <laughs> yeah, definitely you are less angry than I am. But, sure. oh wow. Uh, but then at the same time, it's still present. So, um, yeah, I think just not getting my way drives me crazy and to differing degrees. But, uh, and of course, depending on my mood and how tired I am and when the last meal I had was. <laughs> you get hangry. That's I what makes you hangry. angry, getting hungry. Cool. Uh, well, wonderful. So is there anything else we'd want to talk about before we sign off? Um, I don't think I have anything else. I love those questions, though, so I'm excited to see what you bring next time. Um, is there anything else that you would like to? I think the only other thing is, is my friends, thanks for listening to our first episode we our plan is to do this every other week so um every other tuesday we will post a new episode um let us know what you think give us reviews let us know on facebook or instagram uh what you think of this podcast um message us ideas for topics whatever whatever you guys want to hear i think we would appreciate that we've got a a list of a handful of things we want to talk through um, but we're certainly open to suggestions. Um, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Bye. This podcast is from Commuter Ministries. For more information about us and to check out our other podcasts, visit commuterministries.org and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Commuter Ministries.